Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Interface. I'm Chase Musel. We'll be joined shortly by our two good friends, Andrew and Ian. But the reason that they're not with us right now is that today we're discussing asynchronous technology and we're going to be doing it, you guessed it, asynchronously. So, as a brief precursor to how we're going to do this, I'm going to ask a question, respond, and then we're going to flip it over to Andrew and Ian, and we'll see what they say. All right, so the first topic, what asynchronous tech do you use? And I guess I should start by saying, you know, what, exactly what asynchronous tech is if people aren't using these, or I'm sure everyone's familiar with them. <clears throat> but technology or techniques, right, that we're using that are not happening at the same time as the people that we're working with. So it's really popular, right? If you send an email and you say, hey, can you work on this? And someone else says, sure. And you're not sitting in the same room. You're not talking on the phone. And well, somebody gets the message later and they can respond. And there's all sorts of different you know, levels of between like what's appropriate as far as like you need to do this now versus you can get it done when you need to. And that's where we have lots of these different tools to help us. So I think you can break down asynchronous technology into three different buckets. So... Um, primarily communication, productivity, and project management. And with communication, we find ourselves using Slack a lot because it's a nice way to just talk and you can send a message. Somebody else can reply. They can reply synchronously, but oftentimes it's minutes, if not hours later, um, especially if it's not pressing. And then we have just traditional email. So I can send off something. You can get back to me if it's more pressing or urgent, right? You have other means of intervening or getting something, a message to somebody. Um, and then Facebook is a really popular one because if you think about Facebook as a platform, it's essentially asynchronous because most times pe- most time people aren't talking in real time on Facebook. It's you post a comment, you reply to something, and then you come back later to check it. Now, there's divides in all of this, right? If somebody's getting all these notifications in real time and they can't let the notifications sit, but for many people, it's, a, it's an asynchronous process. For productivity, um, we have... Word, just as a general platform to write. So I wrote Word because in academia, when we're doing a lot of writing on papers, Word is the default platform that we use to you know do word processing. And um, there's lots of other people that like to do different things. So some people like to use Google Docs. Some people like to use LaTeX. That's me as well. But unfortunately, the lowest common denominator is Word. And Word works well when you couple it with a cloud service. Like, I mean, OneDrive comes natively um, supported, but most of us use Box at Iowa State. Otherwise, lots of people like to use Dropbox or even Google Drive. So coupling any whatever you're working on. So in this case, we use a lot of Word and PowerPoint and Excel. But uh, Word is the primary one. And you can sync whatever you're doing with, you know, using Box Sync or the Dropbox, you know, Sync app or whatever or Drive. And then other people will have those updates change. And that definitely is not a real-time process because you, you in some cases you have to wait, you know, 30 seconds to a minute before things update. So it's it makes more sense if someone's going to look at something later. So some type of productivity platform like Word coupled with a cloud service a locally syncing cloud service. And then you have something like Google Docs. So you could do the same thing, but you're just doing it all within your browser. So I could work on something. I could send Ian or Andrew a message, and they could work on it later at their leisure as well. And then for project management, uh, my team personally uses Trello, and there's lots of other 
different types of sort of Kanban, let's, you know, to do, doing, done methodology uh, services out there, but we use Trello and Trello works well for us just because it's an independent place to keep just the tasks themselves of what we're working on. And then we can also attach due dates to them. So that way they can populate and pop up in your calendar to see when things are coming up. And that is nice because I can have to go and add tasks for my teammates and give them, you know, tasks to complete. And then I can add a little comment if they need to, if they want to see the notification and also attach a due date to it so they can see when they expect me or when I expect them to have it done. I know a lot of other people use Trello and, excuse me, Asana, and Asana is something that I tried years ago, but I've heard good things about it recently, so um, that might be something, you know, you change, we change going on down the road. So at this point, we're going to uh, hear from the other two knuckleheads on what types of asynchronous technologies they use. All right, guys. So I think Chase hit on some really good things with the you know, email and Slack and some of those platforms as as ways that we do async collaboration. And, uh, you know, I, I think of even broader than that, so much of what we do in mod- the modern world is asynchronous where, you know, we post on Facebook or Twitter and somebody might look at it an hour later or a day later or a week later and they react to it then and they like or comment or ignore or whatever it is. So I think as you start to look at the broader picture of everything we do, everything is kind of pushing towards this asynchronous world where we do less things in real time, less things uh, directly uh, one-on-one in person. You know, we're doing most of our stuff now in some type of collaborative situation where people get to the thing, whatever it is, at their own time. And I think that's that just kind of is is the way of the times as technology becomes more capable of allowing us to you know detach from our duties and address them at our leisure the more we're going to see these kinds of things crop up um whether it's you know asynchronous messaging platforms or email things like that or maybe some type of like video conferencing platform where somebody can can leave a video you know uh, vlog almost of what they're doing right now and then somebody else comes and reacts to it later and and leaves their feedback so i don't know i think that there's some some cool stuff out there but i think that it's it's all just moving towards making us less social less interactive people and and that could be ultimately bad i know for me productivity is far lower when I get a task assigned to me and then get to address it at whatever point that I feel like addressing it instead of sitting down with a group of people and saying, we need to do this now because those are the tasks that get done right away. Well, somewhat obnoxiously Ian stole all of my thinking. Uh, I was like, well, some of the asynchronous stuff that I use all the time are like email, but also like Amazon, which is asynchronous shopping, right? And Git, which is asynchronous software development. And Chase talking about Trello boards and that kind of thing. And it kind of got me wondering, like, well, thinking all internet powered technology is asynchronous, right? Like I can't think of any major startup in the last couple of years that has done synchronous technology, except maybe like Skype. And if you count like FaceTime and stuff, but by and large, everything we do is like asynchronous distributed, even something down to uh, like messaging and that kind of thing. So I was wondering, like, 
Like, is anything we do not asynchronous? Where do you draw the line between something that's synchronous and asynchronous? Like, is video chat asynchronous once you have to get to like a certain ping time, right? Like if it's 50 milliseconds, is that asynchronous? If it's 100, if it's 200, if it's like, you know, a solid two minutes or something like that, like where does that go? And then, you know, sort of in the future, if we're, you know, all in space station or something like that, and there's an actual time delay between when you say something and when the person receives it, like, even if you're doing like a, a quote, real-time call, is that still synchronous or is it asynchronous? Like, how do you draw that line? Um, but uh, the other thing I was thinking about is gaming. Asynchronous gaming is really cool. And, uh, you know, you could do things like Civilization, which is sort of like, it has multiple options, and I like the hot seat in Civilization, or even something in XCOM, where you can jump between like being together in the same room, playing a game together, and that's sort of like a synchronous thing, right? But you're taking your turns uh, from side or from turn to turn in the same seat in the same room. But you can also play it online, and I presumably you can also play it like online with somebody, and also while the two of you hot seat. And I, I like this combination of like asynchronous and synchronous stuff together, and how that can open up a lot of possibilities for combining. You know, like, at least in the gaming space, like, local multiplayer with online multiplayer and that kind of thing. And I was also really wondering how you could apply synchronous technology to something like learning. Um, we tried stuff like the the e-learning sort of stuff like that, but I've found that that never really works very well. Maybe that's me, but I, I mean, there's a lot of statistics that show that people are just not interested or not capable of learning uh, online. And I wonder if you tackle the problem less as... Like, how do we transplant the classroom into the cloud and more like, how do we make learning asynchronous? I think there's something that you could do to really make it successful there. Uh, there's a lot of these companies that do like rural education. So people who are too far away to go to a school, they, uh, they'll do like with Skype with a professional instructor, mentor, tutor, something like that. And uh, it's, about, it's like these asynchronous classes combined with like an in-person, almost lecture sort of situation, one-on-one -on -one or otherwise. And I wonder if there's something in that model that you can apply in a more general way to help people do online learning or, and, and asynchronous stuff. And uh, the other thing is that we have so much asynchronous stuff in the world right now. You, basically everything we do is asynchronous. Like, is there a gap that needs to be filled for enhancing synchronous stuff like that? And it, maybe is that why wearables haven't really been that successful yet? Because everything we rely on is so asynchronous and a wearable is so present and in the moment and requires sort of a synchronicity with it to be useful. I'm thinking like the Apple Watch, the heartbeats and that kind of thing. I wonder if there's something, if we just need to figure out what we can do to enhance our ability to be in the moment and to be synchronous with other people. Uh, and if we can figure that out, then we can figure out how to make wearables really useful and compelling. Uh, I don't really know what that is. I think something, you have the asynchronous competitions on it right now, but I think you could do something and I don't really know what it is. Maybe it's nothing at all. Maybe asynchronous is the way to do it because it's less intrusive and it doesn't get in your way and it allows you to just live your life and then dive into technology when you want to. So maybe the solution is less making stuff synchronous and making it less obnoxious and better. Like instead of having a constant stream of garbage flooding at you, you have a reason to actually want to get a notification come at you so you can engage with something synchronously as opposed to doing it asynchronously. Okay, so I was totally thinking games as well, um, especially as you start thinking about games on like smartphones and stuff like that, where it's it's turn based. Where like like we're, we're friends is a really good example. I play my turn, I send it, and it could be minutes, hours, or days, or maybe even weeks before somebody else plays their turn back. And so that kind of like 
asynchronous gaming where I'm doing a thing and somebody else is doing a thing. Um, you also have games where it's like a race and somebody does the entire circuit and then you do your circuit against like their ghost image, which is a really popular way for a lot of racing games to work. Um, and that's very asynchronous where it's like, oh, this friend of yours set this time and now you set this time. And so you can kind of see the, the comparison between the two. Um, as far as your, your comments about like how much delay does there have to be for it to be asynchronous? I think the idea of asynchronous is more about two people not working simultaneously on something and collaborating. And it's more the idea that like person A does a thing and then at some point person B comes along to do their part in relation to the thing. Um, so like sometimes on Slack, we're actually talking very synchronously back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Other times one of us may post a message and it may be hours later or weeks later, not weeks later, <laughs> hours later or a day or two later before the other person responds. Um, another example that I thought of, of asynchronous and not so much in technology, but is in education and the idea that you have synchronous education, which is students sitting in the classroom doing their thing all together. And you also have asynchronous education, which is like an online class or it's by this date, you have to have done this thing and you're going out and doing it on your own. And then, you know, reporting back your results and somebody else is going out and doing their part on their own and reporting back their results. And so you're by self learning in like an online class, you are essentially asynchronously learning the the content of the course as always you can find show notes for this week's episode at interface.fm slash 33 you can also like subscribe whatever to the the show and to our social things and uh, hit us up with with the uh, topic suggestions for future episodes at hello at interface.fm and uh as always we'll be back next monday and every monday like, like clockwork. clockwork. God damn it, Ian. Stop stealing all my stuff. <laughs>